0: Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell Tell your your story. story. Hey, everybody. So we are going to talk about the monster now, or the killer. In this case, we're going to make it a monster, kind of a homebrew-ish monster. Uh, Apparently there are some 5e stats. We're going to modify those 5e stats just a little bit for this. So, Jacob, what exactly are, is the monster we're going to use for this? So, it's called Pishashi, and it is a, a Hindu flesh-eating demon. Okay. And what it is, is it's flesh-eating. So, it likes to eat flesh. It also has some shape-changing abilities to, like, other animals. Like, which animals? Uh, like, tigers, wolves, bears, like, some, like, big... Big big, uh, big quadrupeds. Predator. Okay. And then it also has invisibility, and it can also possess human beings and alter their thoughts. Okay, so you have a kind of a mind control there. It tends to like it tends to co- like to cause insanity in people. Okay, so this sounds absolutely perfect for this crazy game. Where if you haven't listened to the last two episodes, please go back and listen to those. It'll be really helpful because we're building out a game that you can play over a, a series of of weeks. But so they're trapped in this time loop because of this Pishasha, Mm -hmm. Pishashi or whatever it's called, um, killed a high-level wizard in the middle of some sort of time spell, which could have been been as big as the entire town, actually, like some sort of crazy ritual circle thing, not as big as the entire town. And now the last three weeks of history is repeating itself in this town over and over again. And the players are either discovering this for the first time, Or maybe playing through it for the second or third time, trying to figure out how to break the time loop. You will have memorable NPCs, which we'll cover next uh, tomorrow, really. And then here is the monster. So we have this flesh-eating demon who can turn invisible, which allows it to then move through things. It can turn into animals. It can turn into a wolf or a bear or a tiger or something along those lines. So it can turn into a wolf and skirt around the city. Mm -hmm. Um, Since we put this in the mountains, like a valley inside of the mountains, it could also be like a brown bear or something like that, which would be common, but not necessarily something you'd want to kill or fight. Yep. Um, So it can move around the edge of town really unmolested or unseen without even having to resort to invisibility. And then it can possess human beings. And that's the key. It can, can, it can possess these humanoid, you know, humans, elves, whatever. And so then it can use that to make it do its bidding. Mm-hmm. So here's the fun part. This is where you can say, so maybe the thing is possessing certain people to go kill other people and bring the body where it can get to them. And so um, each of the, each of the killings can be different. So maybe some are stabbed, some are ripped apart by claws because that's – it did it itself. Maybe um, some are – Poisoned. Poisoned, some are – whatever it is, right? Everything has a thing where um, it doesn't seem like it's the same killer, but because there's a death happening like every single night and the body's found in the morning – then obviously something's going on, but there's no quote unquote MO for this killer, which then leads the um, players not to be able just to roll. You know, they can roll, right? You have your druid rolls like, Oh, that's a, that's a bear attack. Well, that's interesting. And then how you do it all, right? Because it's flesh eating. What you do is you say that maybe this thing really loves to dine on humanoid brains. Like, it's developed a taste like a zombie but it likes the brain the best it's like it it's like you know jello it just likes that flavor mm-hmm. and so every so now you know they're all connected because every human every elf every dwarf that's found is, is missing, missing the brain. their brain they die in some other way but every single one has no brain right which tells you one killer which tells you something's eating the brains yep exactly and so then you can have sightings and the sightings are all different because they're all true. Mm-hmm. You could even have a lynch mob form because maybe somebody actually saw the butcher's wife go and kill somebody. And that's true. They did see that. But you don't know why. And But then she didn't eat the brains. She drugged the body out to a spot. And, and then, has no memory. Because... And then, yeah, but no one else saw what happened. Yeah. But the thing, the Pishasha, came in it ate the brains after it got done demonically possessing that woman. And so you can do this thing where this killer is literally using people in the town or its own natural abilities to kill everything. And it starts to realize that maybe the wizard is on to him and the wizard is going to create some sort of spell that's going to trap that thing in a time like a, Instead of doing time stop on himself, let's say, because that's a time that's only on yourself for the most part, or it might be on others, but with touch, but I doubt it. I think it's self only. It's only self. So what you could do is maybe he's created a spell, his own spell, um, where he's able to stop time for that creature. And so the reason why the spell is so huge is he's literally trying to create a spell that can capture anything that's not a humanoid because he knows it's not a humanoid. Mm -hmm. and so the spells encompassing the entire town and as he's ready to get he's in the middle of casting let's say it's a ninth level nasty spell right let's say he's using wish say he's using a wish spell and powering it that way and he's not he's halfway through his wish and he gets killed and the gods answer it but because he's only halfway through there's none of the stipulations Mm -hmm. and so the god's like okay i'll answer the wish set you back three weeks Perpetually. Perpetually. Yep. That's fine. We can just keep doing this. I don't care. We'll just keep pushing you back three weeks all the time. And, uh, how nasty that would be. And so now you have your setting. You have your rules lawyers happy. You have your monster now who's pretty much 100% right out of the 5e manual. But he has just a thing where he likes to, he only likes to eat the brains of humans. He doesn't like to eat the entire flesh, mm-hmm. which actually causes him to eat more. So instead of eating the entire body of a humanoid, he's only eating like five pounds. So he gets hungry a lot faster. Um, We'll link the link to the 5e monster version of this thing at SkullRPG.com slash resources. And uh, just go to, you'll see it's called Pishah. Pishashi. Pishashi. Um, It's really, it's fun trying to say Indian uh, names, uh, Pishashi, you'll see it there. It's like, and there we'll have a link to the five E stuff for you. So you can literally grab that monster and start working them into your game. Mm -hmm. So what I would do if I was you is I would work out your timeline. Like I suggested last time, work out where the monster staying, how the monster is using it, and then figure out which people, um, the monster is going to possess to kill and which people, the monster is going to kill, uh, itself. And how is the monster going to kill them? Is it going to kill them in its natural form, but in invisible? Is it going to sneak into their house as a wolf or as a tiger or as a bear? Is it going to maybe find somebody in the woods and then kidnap him through either being invisible or as a bear? Just kind of manhandle it down into a cave and then it kills it and then it drops it off in the town the next day. Because the thing really wants to send, since it's a demon, it really wants to send fear. Maybe that's the other piece is the demon likes brains because of the endorphins produced by fear in the brain that are nowhere really found elsewhere in the body. And it's kind of like a drug to this demon. So now you have your monster, your killer. Mm -hmm. Next time, which will be tomorrow, we will go ahead and tackle having a cast of characters and some uh, memorable things you can use for each, even if you're not good with voices. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.